Have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Grab Your Keys. I'm super excited today um, to get started, but before we get started, I wanted to make sure everybody remembers if you like Grab Your Keys, enjoy listening to Grab Your Keys, don't hesitate to put a review and to share it with a friend. We love everyone in and outside the mortgage business to get the great content that we're producing. So um, share, like, review. And I'm super excited today to introduce Melissa Melissa Langsdale to us at um, Grab Your Keys. She's a great friend um, and a member of the Mortgage Collaborative. But besides that, she's an executive. She's a strategy executive. She's a visionary. She's a visionary leader. She's surface focused mentor and coach. And I'm super excited to hear all of your wisdom today, Melissa. So welcome to Grab Your Keys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and uh, just so grateful for the opportunity to spend with you and and your um, your audience. So um, let's get started. Like, how did you get started in the mortgage business? Oh, my goodness. Uh, this is my most favorite question to like talk about with people, because I feel like the industry as a whole, like everybody, uh, there's there's very few people that like purposely get into the business. I feel like people right. like accidentally fall into it. And so um, I am no exception to that. My um, my parents got me into the business. Um, as a matter of fact, kind of, you know, kicking and screaming. <laughs> Uh, my degree is in health administration, so I wanted to manage hospital systems. I, I wanted to do that because I felt like I have a weird gift for numbers. I'm an uber nerd, and um, I wanted to do something where I felt like I could help my community. Um, what they don't tell you sometimes in college is that your degree um, doesn't really mean anything without a master's degree. <laughs> and so I graduated and... and- could not get a job. And uh, so my, my parents were top originators in the country at the time. They were closing about 50 loans a month with just the two of them. And um, uh, they just desperately needed help. So I told them I'd, I'd, you know, help with whatever they needed. And they had me for 12 months. And then I was going to get my MBA and MHA. And about three months into it, um, I was processing a loan uh, and one of our customers just broke down crying on the phone with me and shared just um, how grateful she was for everything that we did for her and, and shared that this was the legacy that she was going to leave her children. And, um, you know, at that point it was just like hook, line and sinker. You know, I, I came to my parents and I said, I'm all in, like, I'm, I'm never, you know, I'm not going back. Like you've, you've got me in the industry. Like I want to learn everything I possibly can about it. And so, uh, since then I have, I have been working hard to learn as much as I can. Uh, I've been in operations, I've been in sales, I've, um, started new branches and areas and regions and, and, uh, builder services division for, uh, on key financial. And then, uh, for a little over four years ago, started a, uh, mortgage company with a community bank in North Carolina. Uh, and then, 
I just talk, took on a new role to lead um, mortgage operations for a fintech. Wow. Um, so I've, I've had my hands in a lot of different things, um, you know, been able to, uh, to lead compliance and secondary servicing, uh, operations, sales. Um, there's something in there I'm sure I'm missing, but yeah, love yeah. the industry wholly. That's super impressive. And I did not know that your parents were in the mortgage industry. That must yes. be very lively entertainment sometimes at, at a dinner table. Yes, I was a little nervous. My husband was not going to marry me after spending <laughs> as much time with my parents and I. Uh, but, it, you know, it's because uh, we would talk shop like all yeah. the time. You know, we, we, we would go out to dinner with just the four of us and inevitably three of us would be talking about the industry the entire time. Um, just because it, you know, it kind of pulls you in. Yeah, it does t definitely pull pull you in. So I know that if I asked your parents what their three keys would be different of what your three keys are, what yep. are your three keys to being successful? And you've been so uber successful during your career. <laughs> uh, first, I would say curiosity. Um, constantly being curious about how things can be better, about um, how you can make a bigger impact on the people around you, about how you can you can do more with with your time, uh, with your your energy, with your focus. Um, uh, so being curious. Uh, the second one is a relentless pursuit. Uh, this is that like drive that that you know I I think that drive for excellence, that drive for growth, the the drive for um, we're, we're fantastic today, but I want to be even better tomorrow. Uh, and then the third for me is authenticity. Um, you know, I, I think there's, uh, there's uh, a lot of people that really struggle with bringing their whole self into their work. And, um, anytime I have not brought my whole self into my work, it's, it's come back to, to bite me in one way, shape or form. And so, I think um, the most successful people I've met are just truly authentic with who they are and they bring that into what they do. Yeah. So, so let's, I want to break down each one and I have so many okay. things that I want to ask you about what your thoughts are. So for curiosity, curiosity, you can see in sales, you can see that in operations, yeah. you know, we ask as originators, hundreds of questions to actually get down to like, why are you buying this house is, is essentially yeah. what we're asking. And then the same for great operational managers. So where do you think people could actually strive to learn how to be curious about things if they're not a curious person? Um, I think, you know, there's a layer in here that I, I consider myself as being a lifelong learner. Um, and so yeah. I, I think it's it really is just about recognizing the opportunities around you and, and having some... Um, uh, some self-awareness of, of where you may either need to grow from a knowledge perspective or skill perspective or, or where you feel like you can make a difference in what's around you, right? Like in, um, in our world, we're, we're curious about how to change the industry, right? The fintech world mm -hmm. is, is uh, very much focused on that. And so, um, you know, we ask questions all the time every day. And so what yeah. I would say is, is having that self-awareness and being able to kind of um, uh, recognize and, and having, well, recognize where, where you may need to grow and then not being uh, scared about asking the questions. Yeah, that, that, that's so, so, so important to not be scared. And that would kind of lead me right into like re relentlessly pursuing 
anything you want to, relentlessly pursuing excellence, relentlessly pursuing the customer, relentlessly pursuing better technology, relentless pursuing, you know, anything. That's just so great. Um, how would you suggest people, you know, trigger that in themselves to like relentlessly pursue being educated, relentlessly pursuing how, how, how do you trigger that? Uh, I don't know that you, I don't know that you trigger it. I think that, um, you've, you've got to have a drive for the things that you're passionate about. Um, I, I think the challenge most people have is in the giving up, uh, they, they are passionate about something and they want to learn about it. And they're, um, you know, they, they deep dive into something and then they, they hit a roadblock and, and they kind of pull back from it and say, Oh, well that, that might not be the right thing to pursue, or that might not be the right thing for me. Um, and so I, I would just suggest, um, continuing on, like if you're super passionate about something, uh, the relentless piece is, is what, um, is what kind of sets that drive. Like, don't give up on it. Right. Which also leads into the authenticity. And I just wanted to tell all our viewers that we will be taking comments. And if you have comments or any questions, don't hesitate to put them in the box because I watch that box uh, while we while we're view while we're chatting. So authenticity. I do love when people are authentic. I feel like I had had to really learn about my authentic self, really to serve people better and to serve. Um, being a manager and to help my clients to the best of their, to the best of my ability. Um, and you really do have to love yourself in order to love others. And, you know, it's, it's funny how you have to like figure all that out. How do you think you find who you are and who you're, where your authentic self is? Oh, that's such a good question. Oh my gosh. Um, and everyone's you know, like, how do I know if I'm being authentic? <laughs> <laughs> If, if at the end of the day, you can look back and say, hey, I would have approached this differently if, if my family was on the other side of the table or my, you know, my softball team was on the other side of the table, right? Like people, you know, like, and trust already, um, then I don't think you're being authentic. I, I think you've got to ask yourself the question of, do I show up every day with the same, as the same person at work as I do at home? Right. Um, not with the same focus, right? Like, uh, there's, there definitely is, is, um, uh, a line there. You, you have to show up with a different level of focus, but, but who you are shouldn't change, right? The decisions that you make, the, the, how you treat people, the, the, um, um, you know, questions that you ask, all of those sort of things shouldn't, shouldn't be the same because it's more of who you are. You're bringing your values into your work. Right. I remember the first time you and I had any interaction, you actually um, sent me a text and said, how do I get involved in some of the things that you're involved in? And I thought yeah. that that was so great that you just, you know, knew who you were, you were authentic to yourself and you were like, I want to be more involved. And so you have so been so involved over the last 10 plus years. Um, you're on the board of directors of, of the mortgage collaborative, which is, uh, close to my heart. And cause I was also on the board of the mortgage collaborative, which I love you're on the board of directors of the largest home builder uh, for the largest home builders association in the country. And, um, and I'm reading a little bit in the American mortgage conference, you're just super involved. How important do you think it is to be that involved? I mean, I think it's, super important to have a regional and a national presence. And I think that's probably what I said to you back in the day. 
And yeah. how important do you think that is, um, no matter what your position in the mortgage industry is? I think having a network of people that you can collaborate with, that you can um, bounce ideas off of, that you can um, you can see yourself growing with professionally is incredibly important. Uh, as I've done all of the things that we talked about thus far, like none of those things were alone, right? Like I didn't just right. wake up and learn servicing or secondary, right? Like those are very complicated things. And, and so um, the network that I've been able to build over the years has really I've been able to tap on them as I've, I've taken that next step and, and really had questions around what's the right thing to do and how to navigate a situation. And, and those are all people that because I've, I've built those relationships that they've been uh, graciously willing to, to help me to grow over the years, like, like you and suggesting of, of places that I was able to, to get more involved. So getting involved in things like that can just help build relationships. Um, and, and, you know, you never know what that could open up for you in the future. Yeah, you really don't. So you took a jump from like mortgage world into fintech mortgage world. What does that look like? Like, how did you decide that you were like, okay, I'm going to try this. I mean, definitely <laughs> we need fintech and everything else, but what, what, I mean, and you had a huge move, moved yeah. your family across the country practically. Um, how, how does, how do, how do you, I mean, you're living your authentic self, obviously, which is great. Um, where do you see FinTech going from here? And is that where you made, why you made the move? Yeah, I think, um, as an industry, um, our, our, our mortgage industry, particularly in the 20 years that I've been in it, we've taken the pieces of paper that we used to push across the table, right? And then we took a picture of the pieces of paper and we put it on the screen. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, we go paperless that way, right? Um, but our industry is still like, dealing in the actual paper. It's just an image of the paper. And, and really as an industry, I, I think we have a tremendous opportunity to grow and deal in data instead. And so, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that, that I feel like our industry can grow into and, and that, that was just one of them. So um, the reason I joined Tomo is because our visions are so much alike. I'm super passionate about the customer experience um, and uh, had the opportunity as I was um, uh, partnering with the Community Bank in North Carolina that uh, we, we had an on-time closing guarantee and um, that's at the heart of, of who Tomo is too. And so we, um, uh, I think the last time I checked, it was 98 or 99% of our loans close on time, yeah. uh, which is, uh, tremendous for the industry. And so we're, we're, um, I'm super proud of everything that we're building and I'm excited for, for, uh, some of the things that will be released soon. Yeah. I can't wait to hear more. So, um, a couple people have asked questions like, how can you become someone's client? Um, how can you become someone's clients can grow to know you, like you, and trust you? How can you become someone's client and become to know, like, and trust? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The bridge between know, like, and trust is, it can be a pretty big bridge, right? Um, and you know this, Sue, right? It's, it's something that um, just takes time and, and takes um, building the relationship I think the things that that have have shortened that bridge for me is to find out the things with who you're you're meeting that are really valuable to them and seek ways to add value to their world um, so that they can see that they can trust you with sharing um, either parts of their business or or um, um, uh, referrals, you know, in some case. So I 
I would always seek to add value would be my suggestion, but that, that bridge can be, can be big. It just sometimes takes time to build relationships. It does. And it's it also can be really quick at the same time. I was on the telephone with a um, for sale by owner. I was calling the, the seller today for a client of mine. And uh, I tried to ask, specific questions so I could find out the most about them. Like, do you care about the person who you're selling the house to, yeah. you know, and then I found out that they were moving across the street, you know, and then I found out that they had a 19 year old and I have a 19 year old. So the more you can have commonalities with someone, the better, which is so, is so important because that's the, the premise of people knowing, liking and trusting you. So, um, Melissa, who do you admire? Oh, uh, you know, I my parents uh, introduced me to the industry. Uh, they have to be on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, had the pleasure of meeting uh, and interviewing Sandra Thompson earlier this year. She totally is on that list. Right. Um, and then the founders of our company. You know, when I I think about everything that they've been able to accomplish and and uh, their backgrounds, I I have to put them on the list as well. Absolutely. So another question that came in is, do you think you would have found your way to the mortgage industry if your parents hadn't introduced you? Heck no. Like there's no chance I would have uh, seen this coming. Yeah. Yeah. I, were you going in a different way in a different industry? Yeah. Healthcare. Like I really wanted to manage the mortgage industry found you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So would you, do you think you would have continued to pursue that healthcare? I mean, if you weren't, or, or have you learned now, if you weren't in the mortgage industry, what industry would you be in? Do you think? Uh, It's the only one I can think of uh, just because that's, um, you know, that's just where my head was coming out of college. Um, but I, you know, I don't know. I, I love this industry so much. Like I, I, it's so hard for me to imagine like where I would be without the mortgage industry. Yeah, I know. Cause you're passionate about it and you I love am. it, uh, which am. is great. Tell us a little bit about your family and what you like to do in your spare time. Uh, I have 11 year old twin boys. I have an amazing husband. That is my rock. Uh, we're, we're going on 20 years um, of being married uh, and, uh, we love to golf, uh, love to, uh, do family games. We on Friday nights order pizza and do family games, like, uh, board games and card games Uh, and all the things like, um, so that's, that's a lot of fun for us. How do you, after being in the business for so long and having, you know, a family, how do you keep a work-life balance? Like how, how, how do you balance it all? being an executive uh, and, and every, and being a mom. Yeah. I don't know that I have the answer to this one. Um, I don't know that I've perfected it by any stretch of the means. I, I think there's uh, the only thing I would say is the only advice I would give is, is to have an awareness around how you're spending your time um, and hold true to the things that are most valuable to you. Um and so uh, I did uh, a business coaching years and years ago. And, and one of the things that they made me do was to actually like develop a life plan of, of you know, your important buckets in your life and then uh, make sure that you are spending the time in those areas to achieve the things that you wanted to achieve, whether it be a better relationship with your spouse or, you know, um, a stronger relationship with your children or career aspirations. Um, 
And mine were all balanced with that, right? But what I had to, to learn is to be really intentional about my time um, and have a, a really good awareness around that. Yeah, I think that that is very, very, very important, especially with a family and being a mom to, to know what, you know, what buckets are important to you and to, to be able to prioritize. But I also think another really important thing is to be able to ask for help and yes. to have, you know, the village with you, as you said, your husband, you know, is your rock. I love when people say different things like that, because, you know, you need that support system so that, you know, if you you know, need help, you can ask for the help and, and don't, and not, you're not feeling bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. I am uh, very blessed to have a, a true partner. You know, we, we pretty much tag team parent is what we call it. <laughs> for sure. Um, but. For sure. So what's in the future for Melissa? Oh gosh. Uh, I, um, I want to change the industry. Uh, I, and I, I, truly think that um, the things that we're doing can can totally do that. Uh, I think our, our industry is ripe for some change and I'm ready to see that happen. Well, I can't wait to watch you do it. And thank you so much for joining us on Grab Your Keys. It's been amazing to have you. So everyone, remember, if you know someone who can find value in Grab Your Keys, please share it. Please give a review. We'd love to hear if we can get somebody on here that you would like to hear from. So thanks so much for joining us and grab your keys. <laughs>